the man behind Vision of God Records, Dwayne Keith, meets the antidote. Thanks for coming, Dwayne. You're welcome. Thank you for having me on. You know, Dwayne, I think I really have to question your sanity. This is supposed to be the end of the era for record labels. Why in the world did you want to create another one? Um, honestly, I didn't. <laughs> um, that's perfectly the truth. Um, I used to run a mainstream label back in the day. Um, I was in a touring band and you know things like that, and it certainly wasn't a hobby. I had lived it for many, many years. Um, the economy got horrible as you were talking about. You know, the turn of the century, record labels, you know, ended up dying off. I mean, it really did die off. It got hard to exist. There was no way to continue to exist. Um, I just stopped doing it. So after many years, it was probably seven, eight years even in between. You know, of course, I'm still a fan and was listening to everything, but just wasn't running a label. Um, was always kind of a believer, knew there was something. I knew there was a higher power, just didn't really know what too much. You know, there had been seeds planted from my grandparents and my parents, you know, things like that. But mm-hmm. you always question yourself, what people tell you, and that's a good thing anyway. So went to bed one evening, had a dream, you know, this is how it's supposed to go, the name, everything, and woke up going, this was just a dream. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do a label. It costs a lot of money to put out a CD and then to not get the money back for, you know, six months, that sort of thing. Yeah, I'm sure. It's a, it's a deep investment. It was like that with the mainstream label. And of course now running, you know, the Christian label, um, pretty much it's a whole different everything together, but still the costs are there. And um, God put everything on me how he wanted me to do this. I'm, I'm questioning him. You know, um, how am I going to do this? I'm just a poor guy. I wasn't working at the time. You know, started to kind of get what they would call possibly an immunity issue. Um, they never really put their finger on it. Um, started to get really, really sick. But the good thing was I was fixing arcade and pinball machines and refurbing them, selling them. Um, That's what I was doing to make ends meet, that sort of thing. You know, literally six months, the Facebook page started. Then six months in between, you know, we started looking. Micah Brill from This Divided World, I ended up contacting them. It was one of the first fans I ever contacted. And, you know, he liked the whole idea. He called me on the phone. We talked. He says, let me help you get started with things. Let me hook you up with bands, because he knew a lot of bands, you know. True Warriors for Christ compilation CD. He compiled every band and got the permission and took care of everything um, for me because of the fact that when you're starting a label, um, why would we be on your label kind of thing? What can you do for us? We're already established. You're brand new. Um, but with the referral of Micah saying, Hey, this is this guy's vision. And we talked about everything, you know, um, they came onto the compilation and then hence that was born, um, to go on from there, the actual sickness gets worse and worse and worse to the point of, you know, wilting away, getting really, really, really sick. Um, and 
I'm still having dreams and knowing I'm supposed to move forward. And I'm like, I'm an ill man. And I did the first thing and I'm going, literally, we put it out. There was like five orders and we're like trying, you know, we sent the bands their copies that they had. Um, we were new. Nobody was really buying it, you know, and I'm going, okay, you want me to push forward with this? All right. Brutal Cross, they wither both, you know, around the same time. They ended up being pressed in the same couple weeks time frame. And uh, I'm over here going, how is this going to happen? Well, the True Warriors comp came out in November. November of what year? Uh, 2015. And then the time between November and um, January... I had gotten sicker and sicker and couldn't even refurb games kind of a thing. Like I wasn't, there was no income at all um, for me, except for my, my wife taking care of bills from her job that she has and she's a waitress. So um, it's not big money. We were making ends meet to an extent, but then certain bills were in shut off always like a couple different bills like you're non-stop juggling shut off notices is what we were doing well then how could you feel it was god directing you with the difficulties you're having in your own life and the financial struggles wouldn't god just be supplying everything you could possibly need yes god does those things for sure um sometimes no matter what you're doing you know ministry Anything that you're doing, you know, being a mainstream, you know, it doesn't matter what you're doing. It takes a minute for anything to get going, no matter what. And of course, God does step in. Correct. He does supply everything. You know, so at that time, I'm entirely sick. I'm unable to provide any more, but yet seeing these dreams, visioning things, knowing I'm supposed to move forward, we take our tax money. And I talked to my wife, and I'm like, this this is what needs to be done. You know, a big faith jump. God's going to provide, sweetie. We need to do this. And she says, okay. So we took our tax money and put out the brutal cross, and they wither. Um, when that happened, of course, it was like two good releases back-to-back, very nice pro releases, everything else. And it started to catch on some. It went from only getting a little bit of, you know, orders to getting a good amount where you're going, okay, there's wonderful growth here. Always having God in the equation, but also taking out the fact that you have to have money to roll and keep continuing. Even though I'm not lusting for money, we have to have money to continue. Um, And praying on that and going, okay, I've done what you asked. I've invested. So instead of getting no money back, it goes to 50% of the money back. So then here's another set of money for uh, another release. I've done what you asked. Please provide that back to me so I can do what you need me to do. That came through orders of people supporting wholesale orders. Um, There's one wonderful person that had come to me and said, I have prayed about a lot of things and it's been put on me to support this ministry. I'm going to donate to you. And I was like, wow. I mean, it does provide. Yeah. I mean, that was the answer. It's providing, sending 
other disciples to make sure that his vision, which is vision of God, to manifest and continue. So he had provided, and um, everything just continued from there. You know, there's a lot of times where, of course, we'll go to put something out, and it's $900 or $1,000 to put that CD out. We'll have 500 bucks, and I'll take my next work check and put it in and take care of it and know that in a couple months I'll get that back, and that's entirely fine because I know that it's for God and what he's asked me to do. And there's no way that he's going to guide me into something that is going to fail. And he's proven that too. Um, even when the website started, it was another dream. And I'm just like, okay, you have this label going and I would like you to start this website. I don't have money for that right now. You can take your house payment and start this website. Hmm. Even my pastor said, you're risky. Throw it out on the table if that's what you want, because you know that so far he's provided, he's always provided. You know, and at this time, I'm still getting sicker and sicker and not able to work. And he's nonstop providing and and everything had been flowing. I, I, I hadn't worked from release one, two, four or five. Then I had finally went back to work to be able to help invest in things. And it's been a wonderful blessing to continue. And um, we hold stuff to try to make sure that it's there and invest and do that as much as possible. Of course, we can't always do that, but um, the job will help out with any of that. I'm willing to take everything I have laid out on the table because God has told me to do so. And even with the take your house payment, put it on the website and the scariness of all of that. I'd gotten the money back within 21 days. That was the first time that a person had contacted me and said, the Lord put on my heart to donate X amount of money to you every two weeks out of my check. Wow. And it's just more verification. No longer things are a gamble when I do things. You already know because the word tells you he's going to provide and take care of. But either way, I'm, I'm blessed to do it. I feel good doing so. And... I also feel good making other people know that there's something there for them. Mm -hmm. And um, a lot of people that question, I'm not sure whether I believe or I don't believe, but yet I'm listening to this. It's for those people be able to sit there and know there's an answer to their question. And if they didn't have a question, maybe it will dredge up and plant a seed to give the question because no matter what anybody truly believes there's a higher power and I have figured that out the hard way. So (laughs) (laughs) something you've been mentioning during our talk is describing vision of God as both a record label and a ministry, but how do those fit together? See, that's a hard thing because, you know, mainstream labels, are, you know, profiting, um, no matter what, we're a nonprofit organization. We give away a lot of things, um, you know, free things when people order. Um, if you look at our pricing, things are cheap. We're, we're providing a service. We're not here lusting after money. We want to make sure that the issue with the ministry and a label thing is the word is free. But then, obviously, when people are in a band, it costs money for studio, CD, you know, things like that. 
we're just trying to make enough money to go and fulfill our contracts with the band so they can get paid and get stuff taken care of as well so they can continue. So it's a very tough thing to do because you're not trying to out profit and things like that. And when we do get in any plus zone of any sort whatsoever, we have to look up and go, okay, we made this much amount of money and we owe these bands this money. And then of course it puts us back into the red. So in terms of making money wise, we get about 80% of our investment back and the rest we, as the word would say, consider loss. And that's a good thing because it's our sacrifice and we're, we're happy to do so. We want, when we get people's feedback, we're so glad that it's going the way that it's going. I hear you. Even with me doing this, I do this for fun. I mean, it plays on a few radio stations, but I don't get any income from it. This is just all out of pocket. It's and, a passion. And I fully understand that, you know, because it's a you passion. You really would. Yeah, right. I don't, um, you know, like this morning I packed up orders for three and a half hours, the pre-orders for Christian Metal Underground. And, um, you know, it's a labor of love and a service that needs to happen. And the word needs to do what the Bible says and proceed itself. And that's what we're here for and trying to plant seed in those that love metal, of course, and don't want to listen to anything mainstream and want to be more spirit-filled and that sort of thing. That's another reason why we're entirely here. Vision of God is a pretty selective label. I mean, going through your artist roster, it's all on the heavier side of metal, the majority being black metal. So is this really your own music taste that's coming through? Yes and no. Um, Obviously, I would want to put out what I like, which is brutal, extreme music. Um, That's what I came from. That's what I want to do. And that's, you know, what I listen to. Um, It's so hard to do it because it's more niche to begin with, but there's a lot of people that had wanted it. There's other Christian metal labels. They may have a brutal CD of this or that, you know, they have 15, 20 CDs and they have a couple brutal stuff and then they have more thrash and lighter metal stuff, but there's not a whole lot of anything that's truly dedicated to brutal and extreme. And that was one thing that we wanted to see done as well. And new ministry wise, that was something that needed to be done properly. We we have been selective for sure. We're trying to get the most professional as possible. You know, it, it is an underground thing, but we are trying to bring it to the next level. Yeah, most of the artists on Vision of God would be considered underground. So it's important yeah. for you to cover those lesser known bands? Um, yes and no. Um, what's happened recently when you begin to grow, um, for sure, when you plant all the seeds, everything starts growing. And, you know, there's levels where you're at. And like I said at the beginning, a lot of people don't want to work with you. I've emailed a lot of people and they're just like, who are you? Whatever, you know, that sort of thing. And I, I get that. Now that we're grown into a much more professional, larger distribution unit, we have a lot of other bands coming to us. And like we just signed Holy Blood. And um, working on another larger, but I would say larger because everybody knows who they are, but I can't say who it is yet, unfortunately, because I don't have the contract back. 
those bands are now coming to us because we take care of them. It's a new territory that we're in with this sector of bands, I would say, now where we've been contacted by these people and had preyed upon things and say, we've done what you wanted. We've seen the vision. We've gotten entirely there. I haven't seen this far because I wasn't expecting to exist to this point. How are we supposed to do this and go on, get answered to prayer, and continue? I guess you really haven't hesitated in bringing in a few of those other subgenres. You brought up about the thrash metal. You have the band like Hating Evil. And then you've also yes. got unusual stuff like Final Vortex with this Cold Wave style. Yes. Me and Philip from the band are friends, and uh, that was a whole different kind of a thing. I'm, you know, not necessarily a fan of that genre, but believed in, a lot, especially the lyrics, like the song Love is a Revolution and a lot of the bold lyrics. I was into that. And a couple of the songs are great, like Love is a Revolution, and that was the what I pushed because when I listened to it, that's what I said was, hey, wow, that's a, that's a great tune. That transcended other things about it. That was a, definitely a different release. It's not that we're not willing to do anything different like that, but um, it's got a really tickle me fancy kind of a thing. Um, and what really does is brutal and really brutal stuff like, you know, Eyes of the Defiled and, you know, Broken Flash, Death Metal Eyes, Death Core, you know, uh, This Divided World and stuff like that. But I also love black metal, obviously. <laughs> so um, seriously, just go with what we like and we have a lot of people sending demos and we can't put everything on unfortunately and that's another reason why we started the sub-label christian metal underground well talking about some of the stuff that's unusual i gotta bring up about this new album from this venezuelan thrash metal band that's just released vomitivo from you gotta help me with the band name machiage and that's on the sub-label christian metal underground that's an awesome album, but pretty extreme, especially yes, the title track. Um, right. Uh, again, two people may look at that and say, you know, what is that cover? What is that about? Uh, but again, biblically, you can look in, you know, the return to your vomit verse. And that's biblically what that, that is. And a lot of times, or most of the time, if they have something extreme like that, there's a a biblical reason because what a lot of people don't understand is they're into satanic things. They're like, well, Satan stuff is brutal. Read the Bible. There's a lot of brutality in there and, you know, good and evil battles and things like that. There's a lot of extreme things in there. So, I mean, if you haven't read the Bible, you might want to give it a chance before you actually say, I don't believe in any of that because you can't believe in something you haven't really studied or, tried to get in your soul. But none of the music from Vision of God could be considered worshipful. I mean, Christians are often really opposed to anything that comes from the metal realm. Well, see, that depends on what your version of worship is. Like for me, songs like Great Out of the Week from They Wither, I mean, that's, that's worship. I breathe you in, my heart's full of fire. To me, that is my worship. Um, do I appreciate regular worship music? I sure do. Do I understand, like, why the older lady that knows me at church 
knows that's my worship and appreciates it, but it's not her worship, I get that. You know, everybody's got their own thing, of course. Um, if that's what people feel, I, I, I agree with that. If it's not their worship, then that's what we're here for, is for those that want to get their worship on that way. Well, I have to explain about my own home situation. My wife can't stand anything that's metal. I mean, if I want to listen to any hard music, it has to be with headphones on. <laughs> you got to give me the truth here, Dwayne. At your house, is it the same situation? Perfectly honest, my wife doesn't like metal at all. But yet, she'll say she's not. But what's funny is I can say that she is because when I go to put my check-in on a release and say... I got to pay for a release, baby, and uh, you got to take care of the bills for the next three weeks. <laughs> she does it. She's an investor, whether she wants to believe that or not. But, you know, she's not a metalhead at all. Um, prefers regular worship music, you know, that sort of thing, which, which I understand. But again, she understands when I'm around the house yelling the lyrics and stuff, and she's like, sometimes making comments like, I'm glad that you're yelling the lyrics. I didn't understand what they said. And I'm like, that's why we print the lyrics. Ha ha ha. You know, stuff like that. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I feel you, bro. I understand. But uh, yeah, if I put in too much metal, she don't necessarily want to hear it, but uh, I work a whole different shift than she does now. And uh, you know, I can metal myself out as much as I want without anybody saying anything. My, my son is uh I would say the Vision got predecessor, and he's uh, the the metalhead and loves hating evil and loves this and loves that. And I want to be a musician. I want to put CDs out like you, Daddy. You know all that <laughs> stuff. So um, yeah, it's it's allowed a little bit, especially because he loves it. So um, I get that. I got a, I got a buddy at church. His wife don't don't like it. That's his worship. But then he goes riding around in his car, jamming and jamming and jamming. And he says that's his alone time with God. Sure. That's what it is for you. You're slapping in your headphones and that's some of your alone time. That's, that's a beautiful thing. I mean, that's what they're doing with their pop music or rock or hip hop or whatever worship. That's, that's what they're doing. And that's what we're doing too. Well, I'm glad that you and I can both feel each other's pain. <laughs> <laughs> I probably shouldn't ask a label owner really to pick favorites, but has there been an artist on Vision of God that's really made a personal impact on you? Uh, for sure. Some of the they with their songs. Um, they all have in a certain way, for sure. Every album has some sort of a lyrical, even if it's just one song that had been so deep to me, and I believe that would be deep to others, um, that means a lot to me. It's so hard to like pick out a favorite because you know there's I put out what I like. They're all favorites. Yeah, they're all favorites to me for sure. Um, they all get listened to a lot, so it'd be hard to say which one I really liked better than the other. Um, you know, a lot of times when stuff comes out, you're listening to that new stuff more than that. And sometimes stuff will get put away for a while, but it's always there, and I always end up going back to it. And of course, I listen to other label stuff. I don't always just listen to my stuff, you know. For Vision of God, what would be the greatest thing for it to achieve? Just more financial stability to continue to grow. And 
that's it. We're going to continue regardless because as long as I have breath in my body and can work and even if I couldn't work because it happened regardless. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do this till I don't have breath in my body. Uh, hopefully to get handed off to my son. Want it to continue forever kind of a thing. I'm not starting this and working this hard to try to bring Christian metal to a whole nother level of seriousness so it can be out there and available for people, you know, via iTunes and Spotify and, you know, a lot of platforms that are now open that wasn't available before. So um, I would say financial stability for it to continue and for people to know that we are entirely a whole different ministry than others that have existed. Not that they've done anything wrong or done anything bad or anything. That's not what we're saying. We do things in entirely, entirely different. Um, I guess that's about all I can say on that, I guess. And where would you find Vision of God Records online? Uh, visionofgodrecords.com. And then, of course, we carry all of our sub-label Christian Metal Underground Records stuff on our sites. Um, of course, that has its individual Facebook page. Um, they're still the same thing, but yet different. You know, there's underground in the name for a reason. The stuff is more of a underground aspect of maybe bands that might not sell three or 500 copies like they would on Vision of God. So these bands are limited edition, pressed a lot less in trying to get more releases out there because that's actually what has been asked. It's like, we want more things and we can't get enough in. And we've contacted some bands even and said, hey, can we get your CDs? And they're like, why don't you just put it out? <laughs> like, because um, I don't really have the money to do so. But when you figure, like, you don't want to mix things, you know, Vision of God has these higher professional standards of what this has to be and that has to be. It's even production-wise and um, how the media is produced-wise. When it's an underground thing, you can go ahead and put out that completely lo-fi black metal band that might only sell 25 copies because you're working with another presser and they'll print a smaller amount for you. So there's a lot less overhead, so it's easier to do releases. So that was the point of doing the sub-label. It's more underground for sure. We have a lot of bands coming to us that we just we don't want to deny, so we had to do the sub-label. Okay, and how do you find the sub-label? Um, again, that's just on Facebook, um, Christian Metal Underground Records. But um, in terms of the CDs and stuff, it is on com. On the menu, it's got a thing that you can click for Christian Metal Underground. It just gives you all of those releases. Cool. Dwayne, it's been really good having you here for a talk about Vision of God Records. And best of success with the label and the ministry. Thank you so much. I'm so glad that you had us on. It was nice finally getting a chance to you know talk face-to-face. And appreciate you helping us get the word out even more. And I guess uh, one more thing I'd like to wrap up with is uh, anybody has questions, any type whatsoever, it doesn't matter what you're into. You have questions, email me, info at visionofgodrecords.com. I'm not about trying to exclude anybody. It's it's open for everybody because that's what the word says is we're supposed to be here for everybody. And we definitely want to 
be there and help guide you on your way in a, in a non-judgmental way. That's just what we want to be here for. And that's you know, what the ministry is overall here to do is help people. So any questions whatsoever, just drop me an email. I'm more than glad to answer questions and help you on your journey, no matter where you are in your journey. Bro, I forgot to tell you I'm long-winded. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to tell you that. <laughs>